Welcome back to another episode. Today is Tuesday, February 2nd, and I'm recording this episode in the evening, 7.05 p.m. from the North Rest Area along Skyway Bridge in St. Petersburg, Florida. I've been in St. Petersburg for just about... 10 days now and it's been fantastic warm weather sunshine good people amazing vibes there's plenty of people who live in their vans or their rvs down here in st petersburg seems to be a fairly welcoming community to that lifestyle Um, Right now, I'm on the north side of the Skyway Bridge. On the south side, uh, the south rest area, there's a group of Venn folk that seem to gather most nights. And usually once a week, they have a fire together along the Skyway Bridge. I was invited down here. I don't know if I was necessarily invited, but I knew that some of the folks were down here, and I reached out to one of the uh, fellow named Ryan on Facebook, who uh, has his a YouTube channel, and I know I found him through YouTube, and I f- then figured it out that I, he was on Facebook and connected with him, and I knew that there were people down here uh, in St. Petersburg, so I reached out, and he told me where the spot was. It's on the south side of the bridge, and. Um, Amazing people, great people, very warm welcome, and yeah, it's just just been amazing so far. Um, I've been spending probably most nights down on the south side of the Skyway Bridge, although there are other areas to park throughout the city, uh, many things to do. I've been riding my bike a lot, skateboarding, meeting up with uh, old friends, making new friends, Just really enjoying the whole experience and the energy here down in St. Petersburg. St. Petersburg, while it is a decently sized city, I mean, it's small in the realm of, like, distance for a city, but it's very populated. The traffic is fairly seamless here. You can get across town just about anywhere in 10 minutes within the city, and... From my past experience, it's a larger city like Philadelphia or New York. It's going to take you hours to get across town. Um, and there's going to be a lot of traffic. The The design of the city just seems to be very good. And it kind of, by having like really good flowing traffic system... The city feels like it's got like that small hometown vibe to it where it just seems like very welcoming, good people, and just a small time, small town vibe. I, I'm, it's hard to explain really. Um, I just, from what my experience of the past living in small towns in Pennsylvania and then going to a larger city, this kind of has the best of both worlds going on for it. So, why am I recording this episode? I just feel good today. I felt like today was the day to record another episode. Um, It's been quite windy here the last two days. Prior to that, it's been full sunshine, warm weather. Just really enjoyable. I've been out almost every day getting exercise and just enjoying life this is the place to be this time of year in the winter uh up north there's apparently lots of snow falling and i mean if i got to deal with a couple windy days down here in st petersburg (laughs) that's not a not an issue for me i've spent 30 years in the north experiencing snow and freezing temperatures and uh about had enough of that for a little bit of time now so down here in st petersburg loving it like i mentioned it's been windy the last couple days but um 
looks like that's going to end coming soon. But yeah, today uh, was one of those days where just you, you felt cold. Your bones felt cold, didn't feel... Um, it was hard to get moving. I mean, 53 degrees is a cold day for Florida. And while that is a very tolerable day for me, being from the Northeast, it the wind, 20 mile per hour winds don't help. It kind of definitely brings the temperature down. Uh, but I kind of had my heart set on taking a bike ride today. I've been wanting to park at the north rest area of Skyway Bridge and cycle over into St. Petersburg, which is probably about three or like three and a half, four miles over the remainder of the bridge to get into the city. And the thing is like the south side of the bridge is the spot to stay. And it seems just a lot more open and comfy to be there for most of the day. And there's a good group of people there, but you cannot take your bike or there's not like a, a walkway for pedestrians from the south end of the bridge up into St. Petersburg. It's quite a distance. It's maybe like 8 to 10 miles from St. Petersburg to the south rest area. So the north rest area does have a, a pedestrian walkway or a bike lane. So I've been eyeing it up as I pet, like go back and forth on the bridge and I've been interested in checking it out. And today was the day I checked it out. And I was trying to find a place to park where it felt like it was cool to leave my van there for a few hours while I took a bike ride. Eventually found the spot. And I knew it was cold outside. I don't even know if I had stepped outside yet. But I just knew it was cold. I was able to hear the wind. But I just... I went for it. I put on all of my warmest gear. Still wearing cycling shorts, but put on three layers upper body not any gloves not any face mask not a anything on my head just a helmet and uh i went out for the ride and you know being in the sun setting my bike up getting ready to ride was you felt a, i felt the warmth of the sun on me and it felt pretty good despite the wind blowing and i knew that if i thought about the cold it was going to hold me back and I might find a reason not to go out. So I just appreciated the, the little bit of warmth and the sunshine that I was receiving. And I got out on the bike and wasn't too bad, you know, like going under the bridge over here and finding my way to the trail. But as soon as I started heading north, I really felt that 20 mile per hour south wind <laughs> Uh, blowing directly in my face and I mean when you cycle when you're into cycling when you hit like a headwind and it's coming at you, you kind of <laughs> doesn't ruin your day but it just makes it gives you the opportunity for a more challenging workout but there's a nice feeling to bike riding when you're going 15 20 miles per hour and you're cruising and you're feeling good and you're you're seeing a tangible result from your effort and when you're riding into the wind and the wind is holding you back to literally seven eight nine miles per hour and you're you're pushing all of your power into the pedals and you're not getting anywhere it's a bit demoralizing um to see that you're not going very far but really you just got to get over that like i just got over it immediately and accepted that that's what i was in for and as soon as I started creeping up onto the first bridge that went over the water, because Skyway Bridge, it has like these little, the rest area is like a little piece of land where the highway is built onto, but then the highway goes up onto bridge to get across, which is why it's called Skyway Bridge. Um, but there's like two or three elevated areas before the larger bridge area. So I had to pass over two of the smaller bridges. I guess all of the bridges together constitute Skyway Bridge, or maybe it's just the one in the middle, but I'm riding over, like, up the first bridge, and the wind is getting vicious. <laughs> getting to the top of the first bridge, I'm starting to think, wow, like, this might actually blow me off of my bike 
and I'm in a narrow pathway and if it blows me like over into the side of the rail like there's not much that's stopping me from going over the edge into the water um so that was a a way to invigorate get the blood flowing <clears throat> so I just like bunkered down and appreciated whatever was happening like it felt like the wind was rough I was having a blast because it was challenging and I knew I was in for it like to start the bike right off three minutes in and realize you just have like the gnarliest wind coming at you you're freezing your hands are freezing it's warm out there's sunshine so it's not so bad the wind's blowing on your face which I don't know maybe I'm gonna have a wind burn tomorrow never really been out for two hours with the wind blowing constantly on my face maybe it's not cold enough to have wind burn 50 degrees but it started to wear on me mentally but I just saw it as an opportunity to really push myself into a new place and grow from it because it's nice to take rides bike rides in the sunshine warm weather you got the sweat dripping you're breathing heavy you're cruising along seeing other people doing the same thing smiling faces the birds are chirping but when the wind's blowing it's a little chilly you're not sure if you're gonna get blown off the bridge you got 60 mile per hour traffic driving right next to you kind of puts you in a different spot mentally and i loved it like i it wasn't like i even felt like to hear myself say that those are like things that tend to be thought as like uncomfortable or like inconvenient and normally i do have that mindset but for some reason today as soon as i went out and as soon as that wind hit me i knew what i was in for and it wasn't any there was not any discomfort felt on my part it was just this is beautiful this is an opportunity for me to have a different experience to know to know that whatever experience i was going to have was it was able to be just as beautiful as any the previously mentioned experiences where the sun's out it's warm and you're cruising it, it's equally as invigorating and as exciting of an experience um for me personally so i went out almost getting blown off the bridge and then it started like i started to realize like am i the only one that's crazy enough to be out here riding my bicycle over the top of the bridge with 20 mile per hour winds on the coldest day in florida in probably the last i don't know a couple of weeks at least it's like dead of winter you know this is like one of the colder days got the wind blowing and i start thinking like i am the only person crazy enough to be out here in the middle of the day doing this and it started making me think like man maybe i'm really actually gonna get blown off the bridge maybe that's why people aren't out here and the more i thought about it i started like started getting like some type of natural high off the fact that I'm the only one crazy enough to be out here. And I realized, like, a lot of people aren't made for this type of experience. They want to have it soft and cushy. Like, I know that. I'm like that. <clears throat> if I have the ability to do something easy or hard, it's natural for my mind to want to do the, take the easy way route. The easy way out. Sometimes I do cho choose purposefully to, to take the hard route just because I know growth is there and I guess in a certain way I did that today and I started getting really hyped on that idea that like there's not anybody else out here who's willing to put themselves in this discomfort in order to find growth and I don't know if it was the first bridge or the second bridge but I think it probably was the first bridge that I went over as soon as I was getting close to the top I started like it felt like something was happening it felt like the universe was refining me and doing its work like whatever was happening in that moment on my bike where I'm like kind of managing a bunch of different stress and stimuli like external stimuli that are creating stress to my human brain that just wants to be like comfortable and safe 
I started to realize the universe is like constructing me into something. This is all part of the continual process for me to be shaped into who I'm going to become in the future. It's refining my mind and it's it's creating structure and stability for my future self. Like the thing that the thing I was the thing that was developing in that moment was something that's going to serve me in the future. It was serving me in the moment. It was creating a natural high, but to realize that it was part of a process in just one step in who I'm going to become and what I'm going to be within this universe, where where my purpose is going to be. It was a, it just felt like all this stuff was happening simultaneously and I was feeling it through the something through the ether I was feeling some type of connection to something so much more that I was a part of and that it was doing its work and whether that meant me flying off the bridge and not being okay and that being part of the process is my crazy brain put me out in this place where I was unsafe or the end result was going to be I get through it I come back and I'm stronger because of it and I have more growth which I feel I do that's what happened I'm back I'm alive I made it it was amazing and as soon as I had like very soon after I had this experience going over the first bridge and feeling something feeling that the universe was doing its work in some way that I was part of it I was approaching the second uh, overpass, the second bridge, and I saw a hose on the opposite side of one of the fences separating the water. And this hose just so happened to be lying and creating the infinite, the geometry of the infinite symbol, infinity symbol. So imagine looking at a fence and seeing a hose like positioned up against, lined up against the fence. But the geometry was the shape of infinity. And infinity is big to me. I believe that I'm part of something that is much larger and basically infinite, incomprehensible to the human mind here now in this universe and to see that type of symbolism really motivated me and gave me confidence that I was it just reassured me even more that I was where I need to be and that this experience was not one that I had to be afraid of or uncertain about whether or not I was actually going to return because it was kind of a weird experience I just had this weird energy of like this is kind of I don't know. I don't know how safe this is. I don't, I'm uncertain about where I'm going to end up, when I'm going to end up, how I'm going to end up. But I just continued and I kept riding into this headwind, 20 mile per hour wind. And I was looking for a trail that I had seen off of another trail, but have never taken. But this time I was coming from the opposite direction. I ended up finding a portion of that trail by asking strangers who actually guided me with perfect direction right to the trail lovely woman that just so happened to uh i asked her if she knew where it was and she explained to me precisely where it was took the time out of her day to explain it to me i was very appreciative um beautiful person i had so much love for this person for just being willing to give me some type of guidance that i was looking for um i found her at this wild refuge park that I stumbled into because I thought that's where the trail was where I saw other van and school school bus livers and it was at a disc golf course it's actually a really nice spot that I might check out soon this week yeah and she guided me just like maybe a mile away and I ended up finding the actual trail I was looking for so I'm on this trail I probably ride about I'm thinking it's going to be like seven and a half miles until I get to the place where I've actually seen the north end of the trail. And after about like 
I don't know, eight miles, I realized, I don't know if I'm going to, like, I don't, it doesn't seem like I'm getting there. So I just kept riding and riding until I thought I was going to get there. I ended up taking a detour, went to, towards a different trail end. And 10 miles north later, I realized I went the wrong way. So I wasn't going to make it to where I was planning. Um, I'm already like an hour and 25 minutes into the trip. So I realized good place to turn around, take a moment, take a breath. And because I was just at that point going in a direction where I didn't really intend to or have any desire to go. Um, also, I was kind of like getting a little hungry out on the bike ride, putting extra effort in. So uh, I decided to head back and there was a couple pretty good climbs over other smaller bridges up north in the trail and just seeing seeing other folk out you know doing their thing despite the wind was inspiring once i got off the second bridge um soon after i saw the geometry of the infinity symbol i did notice two other cyclists coming up on the bridge so after I had gotten over the idea of like, I'm the craziest person out here, you know, I'm the wildest person to just think that this is a good idea. I saw two other people coming up the other side of the bridge. I'm not sure how far they went. Um, I do know that it was harder to go north up the bridge than it was to go south. So maybe on their way towards me, like when they were crossing my path, it didn't seem that hard for them. But then on the way back, it might have been a little bit more challenging for them. But they also seemed to have an approach that the wind was going to be very strong. And they had um, anticipated that with face coverings um, to shield the wind off their face. And when I saw that, I thought, yeah, that's probably a good idea. But then I also realized, like, yeah, I definitely took the harder route um, by not even considering that or thinking it was going to be an issue. So they were a little bit more uh, well-practiced. So maybe they've done this before. But when I started to see these other people, I realized, all right, I'm not the only one that's like this crazy to, to think this is a good idea. Um, made me feel a little bit more comfortable and not as like out there. <laughs> but as I kept riding, I did see some other people, some familiar faces on the bike path, this couple that I see riding everywhere. And one day I'm going to stop them and just be like, hey, I see you guys riding everywhere. That's what's up. Because... I see them riding at all different areas of the trail, and it's I I know I'd put some miles down, and they're doing definitely some miles to be down here, up at the other trail that I ride. So, I think it's cool to just appreciate and acknowledge that people are putting effort into their lives. Uh, which brings me to like other people that I saw on the trail, like some old buddy, some old guy like following me. Well, he was, I passed him on the trail, but then, like, as I rode the trail a little bit more north after, like, the bridge, and I started seeing more people, like, in the city. Because literally the only other people I saw near the bridge were the two people I mentioned with the face coverings. Um, I didn't see anybody else on the bridge the whole time. But once I got into the city, there was, like, um, definitely more people scattered about. And the old buddy I'm talking about, he, like, followed me. He kept up with me like the wind was blowing good and I got past him at one point. But I saw like he I was putting some decent power down to like try to get through the wind. And this guy was on like a normal like cruiser bike and some must have been like in his 50s or older. And he wasn't far behind me. And like at one point he got like pretty close creeping up on me. And I was thinking, man, he's really pushing like eventually that motivated me inspired me and motivated me to like all right i'm capable of pushing harder i guess i'm just letting the wind get to me mentally so i kept going and i got to like another overpass another bridge like farther into the city that just went over a portion of the water um i guess there's a waterway that runs through some part of the city i don't really know exactly where i was um it's kind of just following wherever the trail was taking me which was cool just going with the wind and it's winding you under some bridges and some unique architecture it was very easy to appreciate it despite it being like in the heart of the city and kind of along major roadways i don't know if they're highways but definitely major roadways 
and there was one really nice climb there's like this really high bridge that was exciting and fun to to put effort into ride up and just saw like a lot of nice people like when i got to the top of that bridge i saw this one guy like chilling up there drinking like taking a break and drinking some water or whatever beverage he had and i was thinking man that guy's enjoying the fruits of his labor like this is a hard effort that i'm putting to get up this this bridge and this guy's already been there and he's enjoying it and when i got to the top he looked at me and he said hey it's not as not as hard when you're coming from the other side which it just gave me it cracked me up i cracked a a, a smile and chuckled a little bit and thought like I was putting the energy out there that I was appreciating this guy for what he was doing, like for what he had accomplished because he was already at the top. And I don't know if it's just that I put the energy out there, but he like immediately, he, he was somehow appreciating me. He was admiring that I was putting effort to climb this, this uh, bridge, I guess from the harder side. And I was putting good effort in that. Like that was, I was really pushing probably the hardest I pushed on the whole ride because Florida's pretty flat if you don't know. So whenever there's the opportunity to like climb up a hill on a bike and you get some extra exercise in, it works with different muscles and it's just very, it's a very good opportunity. It's exciting. I'm from Pennsylvania where there's all mountains and I love to just go climb up the, the hills as much as possible. So I took advantage of that and was putting a good effort in and he he was appreciating me putting that effort in. He mentioned something, he just said something to me, something to make me like, kind of not hold too much tension after putting a good effort in not that i normally hold tension but you're tensing your body up you're putting effort you're exerting energy you're concentrating energy and then this guy just had some small little antidote of information to give me to maybe get me to relax and it worked pretty well and i appreciated that very much and he was right on the way back it was much easier (laughs) not only because the incline was less steep coming from the other direction but the wind was at your back and I didn't go much farther than I probably went maybe a mile or two miles farther before I realized I was wasn't where I had expected to be not that I expected to be there but where I was anticipating the trail going um but I guess I just probably made a left when next time I can just go straight and find the trail where I was intending to be So on the way back, going up that climb was much easier. And I immediately felt like when I'm going up, it's a slight incline on that bridge, the bridge that just goes over one of the waterways up north. And I'm riding like 20 miles per hour, 15 to 20 miles per hour up the climb. I realized the the ride back was going to be much simpler. It was going to be a cruise. And I had put the effort in to go into the wind nine miles per hour. I think I ended up checking like at one point when it was the time my time had hit an hour of cycling time I think I had only gotten nine miles north so nine mile per hour uh, is the pace I was riding at which like is the pace that most people can run pretty consistently for decent amounts of time and usually I'm riding like 15 to 20 miles per hour on a flat trail with moderate winds so it was a pretty substantial winds but I love that I pushed that far Uh, eventually I ended up going I think like 11 11 miles out and I think I noted the time to be like I think at 11 miles it was one hour and 11 minutes but maybe I like kind of hung back for a little bit I don't know. I remember, so, I remember looking at the time and thinking, okay, it's one, been out on a bike ride for an hour and 25 minutes. So that must have been on the way back, but it took me an hour, 10 minutes to get out, or an hour and 20 or so minutes, because I kind of moseyed around before I really head, headed back, uh, back down south, because I was up north at that point. And I got back. And the total time was two hours. So it was almost twice as fast to come back with the wind at my back, giving me an extra boost. Like literally going from nine mile per hour cycling to 15 to 20, even with like the side winds that were kind of coming in here and there. But on the way back on the bridges was so much simpler and easier. 
the 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 wind at your back just guiding you, pushing you. It didn't seem as sketchy. It didn't seem like I was gonna fly off the bridge because the wind was kind of just guiding me forward. But I was mindful to be careful of where I was going. And it's just such a to be out eleven miles into the wind, dealing with the external stimulus and the stress that it's causing for you. And to realize, like, I don't know if I'm going to have to face that on the way back. I'm pretty tired. I'm getting hungry. And I don't even know where I'm at. I don't know which direction I ended up going because I just followed the trail. I'm pretty sure I have a good sense of direction or at least a good enough memory where I'll be able to navigate back. But, like, to not to be, like, uncertain was kind of like it just gave me some type of extra oomph to get through things. It gave me that, that high, another burst of that the endorphins rushing through my brain, the chemical reactions, got the blood pump in and then uh, all that hard work and that the effort that I had put in had paid off on the way back when I'm cycling 20 miles per hour up a climb with the wind at my back and just cruising and really enjoying the scenes because on the way up you're kind of fighting the wind just because that's the nature of it. But I'm still appreciating as much of the scenery as I can. But on the way back, it was really just, I was able to take a lot more in. And it was fun to cruise. That's why I like riding. It gives you that that sense of exhilaration when you're just cruising along 15, 20 miles per hour and having a good time. Um, on the way back, I did stop at that uh, disc golf slash um, park that I had asked the lady for directions on the way asked the lady for directions at on the way up north and I just wanted to poke my head back in and ask the other people who were parked in vans there if it's like a cool spot to park overnight and I talked to one lady who um, seemed like that was her first day there and she wasn't really sure if it was a good idea to stay there or not there were three other there were two buses in a van there and it kind of seemed like a low-key spot, so I think she was thinking the same thing I was kind of thinking, which was might be better to just keep keep distance and check the spot another night, not to draw too much attention with too many overnighters staying there because you can't blow up the spots around here, um, which had has happened since I've been here. One of the like go-to spots which is like comfy and perfect sunshine at a perfect area. Great access to the bike trail and anything that you're interested in. Right near the downtown, uh, there was a night where there was like 12 people parked in vans there. And I was, I was new to the area, so I'm thinking, oh, wow, it's cool that they just let these people here. This feels really comfy and cozy that there's other people like me right around this nice little community and just like respectful people and people don't mind it and then the next day the cops were there saying you can't be doing this because uh people are having an issue with it so don't want to blow up any of the spots for other people who are kind of finding their own cool areas but i'm going to check that area out one night maybe in a week or so and see if uh see if the people who were there moved on and see if there's space for somebody new to shift on in for a night or two um but yeah, it was it was a great day um, to get back from that ride. There's like a, a, a sense of calmness that comes over, not only when you realize like, all right, I'm going to be back probably much sooner than I expected because the wind's at my back, I'm cruising along. But when you get maybe a mile or two miles out on the bike, sometimes even a little bit more, and you realize like, okay, I'm about to be done. Like I can kind of just chill and relax. I put the effort in. I'm just going to appreciate the feeling of accomplishment on the way back. And I think the ride ended up being like 21, 22 miles or something like that, which I was only intending to do maybe 15, maybe a little bit more than that. It's a windy day. I knew it was going to be a little more challenging, a little bit colder. 20 miles is great. I was more than I expected to accomplish. And it did take good effort because the wind was a blowing. And, uh, yeah, that last mile, just cruising Knowing that I'm almost back, that I can finally get off, 
the bike, stop sitting down, rest my bum, stretch my legs, and just get back into some warm clothing and have a snack because I was a little, get a little hungry there. It's just a comforting feeling to just feel that accomplishment. And then when you get off the bike, when you see, when, you, when I see the van and I'm like, I'm home, <laughs> you know, I'm home finally. I get to, to get to kick off the shoes and relax, take off the helmet and, you know, just be in my, my place, my Zen. It's beautiful. And then like I get off the bike and then I got to take it apart, put it in the van, but it's just such a rewarding experience. And I used to think of that stuff as a chore, like, oh, I'm going to have to t build my bike every time I want to ride and then take it apart when I'm done. Like now it's like, I don't see it as a chore. I see it as just an experience, part of the process and that I get to enjoy. You know, when I'm, when I'm taking the bike apart, it's like I'm relishing in the fact that I'm, that I did what I set out to do, that I accomplished something uh, physic physical for the day. And the same can be said for when I'm, like, putting the bike together. I'm thinking, all right, I'm 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 getting ready to do this. Like, <laughs> there's not any turning back now. Like, I've started putting the bike together. I'm not going to just turn around and say, oh, it's too cold. Like, I put the, <laughs> put the effort in to get my cycling gear on and uh, put the bike together. It's like, I'm not going to let it go to waste I'm gonna I'm gonna put a good effort in you know like in you know 20 miles that was a decent effort for the day I'm happy with that so I got back and uh, I enjoyed some nice papaya watch the sunset right along the ocean front on the side of the bridge perfect view of the sun setting and I just felt I'm exactly where I need to be. Like the universe was giving me something out on that first bridge. You know, I was being tested and I was committed to whatever was going to happen. I was going for it. I was going to go until at least I found the trail until either I found the trail I was looking for, or at least go like 10 miles, which is probably three or so miles past where the trail is supposed to be. I didn't find the trail. I went, probably made a wrong turn or a turn in a different direction. So I still did more miles than I expected. So I, I can hang my hat on that and be happy for that. Um, but yeah, I, did, I got that rush in that moment where the universe was just, just, I felt aligned with where I was supposed to be right here and now. And that that's going to bring me somewhere great one day. And it's all part of the process. And then to be, you know, after the ride, be in my van and watch the sunset, having some good fruit and feeling good vibes from people around me and people in my life who I love and that have really shown me who I am and who I can be. And everybody comes in my life I appreciate and everybody whose path I cross I respect even if I don't see eye to eye with everybody there is always something to see there is always a part of them which I see that shows me the beauty that exists everywhere and that I know is within myself so whether it's with comfort or discomfort that I see these other people living I know that those ideas both can and do occasionally exist in myself and, um, and it's beautiful to reflect on that and to know that regardless of how much I get in my head about things about the uncertainty of life and the uncertainty of what's to come because before I came to St. Pete I was uncertain about how I was going to I was thinking more about the discomforts that I was expecting or anticipating. And now that I'm here, that's it, and been in the town for a, a week, I left the farmstead, which was the comfort zone. I feel comfortable. I have, I've figured it out, you know? Like, I don't, the things that I thought of as being chores have kind of worked their way 
they've worked I've worked a way I've worked them into my schedule in some way and the inconveniences they're not inconveniences they're just opportunities to appreciate the experience more or in a different light and the proof of that was the bike ride for me today it like helped me reflect and realize that the things that we that I think sometimes are challenging and difficult and that might make me uncomfortable are the exact things that I need in order to find growth and of just a flavor of something new. If I live in positive, high vibe, high frequency, sunshine every day, you kind of forget and you get, or for me, I get unprepared. I get, I get unfamiliar with the idea of discomfort and then discomfort comes and it can really knock me off of my it can knock anybody off of their the ledge you know if you get so comfortable being comfortable and then something comes and knocks you down it can be hard to pick yourself back up I've been in that situation plenty of times in my life but to be able to put myself in instances where I'm challenged and I have to face discomfort, I can find a decent balance between enjoying the prosperous things in life and enjoying the pleasurable aspects of it and then also remaining familiar and recognizing what it feels like to be uncomfortable, to feel pain, to feel challenge and those I think it's a there's a healthy balance that can be found where you continuously challenge yourself to growth where you don't have to go to one extreme or the other you don't have to abandon everything that you know in order to find some type of growth you don't have to just take a dive a blindfolded dive and see where it leads you and then figure it out for some people that helps I mean I'm saying you, but I'm speaking from my personal experience. I've had experiences like that where I have had to take the dive and I didn't know what was going <laughs> to come of it. I didn't know where I was going to end up. And that those are the greatest moments of growth for me. But I'm somewhat removed. There's been many much time that's passed since those experiences for me. So I do like to health, healthily dose myself with small reminders that the areas of discomfort are the areas where I'm most likely to grow. And I think it's just, it's a beautiful representation to put myself in the challenge of today on the bike, knowing it was going to be difficult, facing the difficulty, feeling the wind, being cold, and then on the way back realize, okay, it's almost over. I'm going to go and enjoy a nice papaya, tasty sweet fruit, and watch the sunset and it all comes full circle where I put the put the challenge in face the difficulty face the discomfort feel some type of growth and development occur and then be able to like that guy was doing on the bridge after he had climbed it and enjoying his beverage I get to enjoy the fruits of my labor I put the effort in and now I get to relax and enjoy the pleasantries of life, like a sunset and sweet fruit and good connections of people that I love and care that are in my life and who stay connected to me um, and who I get to interact with on a daily, if not daily, a regular basis. And life is beautiful. <laughs> it's interesting. It sure is interesting. It's always unique. But it's it's a it's a trip. It's a great experience. I look at every moment as an opportunity to grow and a privilege to be experienced. I feel very privileged always to be here now, to be present, to take in the world as it is, whether that means taking in a deep breath, sigh of relief all of the above it's the smell of the ocean the wind 
at your back. The, the debris flying in your face, all of it, all of it. The smell of a nice bonfire with good people alongside you. The intricacies of figuring out where you can dispose of your trash and use the bathroom while living in a mobile home. Life's amazing. The opportunity for appreciation is always there and just comes with one one requirement and that's the choice. I have a choice in every moment to appreciate things as they are or to be disgruntled with them. And while I am human and I can react instinctually to things based on my past condition, my past conditioning I often choose to just reground myself and appreciate things for what they are. I don't while while today I did fight the wind on the bike ride, but that was the whole matter of the game to challenge myself and to play with the wind and see if I could, was able to beat it and triumph over it or if it was going to blow me off the bridge. Life need not be a fight. It, we can just... I know I can just go with the wind and go with the flow, which is what happened on the way back. I just went with the wind, and life was so easy. And I think I have that approach with everything. Whether or not I am in a fight against the wind or I'm faced with some type of discomfort, while I am challenging the direction that life is suggesting I go in, I'm going with that challenge. If I'm Whether I'm going with the wind or fighting the wind, I'm going with the experience. I embrace the experience of the fight for what it is and play the game of the fight. And when the wind's at my back and it's pushing me along, I embrace that experience also. And I let life play its own game and I'm just a part of it. There's definitely a place of balance there for me personally. I know people who live with life at with they live life with the wind at their back always, but I also know people who live life with the wind facing the wind at like 80 miles per hour at their face all the time and they're constantly in a battle against life. For me, I choose to go with the flow most often or more often than not. But there are moments where I do purposefully find reason to challenge myself because I, there I know I can grow. Nevertheless, when I'm in these situations, I just I accept them for what they are. I accept them that they are a test, that they are a game, that they are playful in nature, that they will not define me. Shall I not become victorious over them and triumph over them? Nor will they define me if I do find a way to prevail and prove to myself I'm more capable than what I'm facing. These, these things help build us into who we are, but in any moment, they do not necessarily have to define us here and now. And with that... I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all of life's experiences and all of the lessons available. And I know that my experience is just part of a larger whole. And I'm just here for the experience, wherever that will take me. Um, I'm I'm down. I'm down for the ride. I'm willing to see where it goes and I'm willing to put the effort in where it's needed. Life is beautiful. It's a beautiful game and pleasant act of enjoyment. 
uh, if the mindset is uh, if the mindset is tuned to the correct frequency and I choose to tune to the frequency of positivity and enjoyment and life is wonderful (laughs) thank you everybody for listening coming soon there will be live guests real people that I get to talk to I met this fellow Nick who lives in a van and skateboards and he's looking to completely change his life and his perspective is extremely inspiring and insightful. He's well knowledge. He's a young guy. And while he's still figuring out life, he seems to definitely be following a good path. And to hear him tell his story, I think, is something that's going to be very strong. Uh, there's also a fellow, Ryan, who uh, is pretty much the reason that I came to St. Pete or at least had confidence in coming to St. Pete because of uh, his social media presence and the way he depicts the experience and it's more than I ever imagined it might be uh, from reading his posts online and seeing his YouTube videos so to get his life experience and to hear about how he makes a living while traveling and talking about his passions is something I think might be beneficial for people to hear there's many other guests planned for the future and um, while the two people that I'm thinking about that I met in St. Pete thinking about interviewing them and having them on I love that they're doing what they're doing and uh, feel good connection between them and know that they can really connect and influence other people there's other people in my life who I already know do influence other people including myself and to have them on in the future is going to be fantastic anybody who's listening that's interested in telling their story please connect and reach out Um, there's definitely people that I've already signed up, but uh, there's some people who are on the fence, so if you're one of those people, take the, uh, dare you take the leap of faith to put yourself out there. If you do, let me know, and uh, we can talk about it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Take care.